Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son, and we're talking bears. Are you, are you back? You back in town, huh? Yeah, yeah. I came back. Uh, uh, just came back same day. Yeah, because you, you was out there at the, at the Colts facility, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They treated me pretty nice, man. Even though I'm in all blue, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> it was it was a, it was a good practice. Yeah, I heard. I heard Justin Fields lit it up though. I was yeah. seeing. You know what? Uh, unfortunately, from the angle that I was at, I couldn't see a lot of JF. I was by the uh, offensive lineman, okay. and the offensive lineman looked good. You, you what was amazing, uh, Wright is not one of our biggest offensive linemen physically. He's He may be the strongest one, but he's physically not the biggest. Um, matter of fact, he's kind of physically close to Cody White here. Yeah. So, you That's know, like – From the videos I've seen, it's like – I'm, I'm standing right now. I mean, literally, everybody else literally – Dude, literally, right when you when he stands next to the tackles, he is not. He's one of the smaller tackles. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's he's you know they probably just pump his numbers up based on how he plays, <laughs> but when when I I mean literally I'm standing right there within 10, 15 feet of him. I'd say out of the you know fifteen or so linemen that were working out, he's probably tenth tallest. And he didn't, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, but, you know, he's right. <laughs> he's the best one. Man. I'll take it. Man. He's a beast. Um, they look good. The linemen look good. The workout looked good. The way they were hitting the pads, um, practicing their double teams and shedding the double teams, practicing, you know, ducking under blocks to, to, to get out, practicing, um, just it, it was a beautiful workout. Unfortunately, I couldn't see a lot of fields. I saw some of I saw his completions because it's some, a lot of them were coming towards us. So you know, trying to look between the linemen <laughs> to see what was going on on the field, and you know, the ball balls flying and guys are 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 are, are making really nice grabs, and you know, our our ones you know, across the board, and I consider, like, we've got three number one running backs or ones across the board are making grabs like crazy. They're shaking people, making grabs. You know, as you fall down the lineup, you, you secondary level of receivers and and tight ends and everything weren't as – didn't have the same ability to get loose and get the ball. Like, Komet, Komet's a real straight-line guy. You know what I mean? He's 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 he doesn't you know, a lot of guys you'll see shakes and moves and spins and all kinds of stuff going into the route. Komet's like run straight turn, but he runs straight turn. Uh, uh, Fields puts that ball out there where only he can get it and he's grabbing it, yeah. you know, and it's just it's it's you're watching him. And it's like he doesn't he doesn't try to juke you. You know right. what I mean? He just makes his cut. Right. And just, you know, say, hey, I'm six five plus. 
So when he so when he does pull a double move, it's gonna be even better. <laughs> right, right. If he does a double, and he was yeah, yeah, he's just like boom, 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 turn, grab, boom, 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 turn, grab. You know, he, man, I know. He's, he's just got, like he stop me, I dare you. Bobby T has got a little more shake to him. Yeah, but, yeah. At two right. at two seventy, man. Like, what do you expect Komet to be doing, man? Like, oh, let that man oh. turn and run. Right. Oh, oh, hey, but but right got shake. <laughs> right. Man, that boy, we were all like, wow, he can move. Like even even like some lady was some some older lady in a Colts jersey was like, that guy can move. <laughs> hey, that's good to hear about. He, <laughs> oh, he's he can move. Right. You can just, you know, you can just like, dude, that guy's but it looked the you know, we look at the Colts had, had a lot of good reps. They they were they were out there to prove they were men too. They weren't about to be just, you know, run over. Um, but our number ones won a lot. That's good. That's good. You know, won That's a lot. Our, our number ones won a lot. Um and think about it, Tremaine didn't uh, uh he didn't practice. So you you're talking about you know, a guy that's out there that's as tall as Komet, who's patrolling the middle of the field. You know, you flip the script. Somebody comes with a six-six tight end. He tries to go across the middle. <laughs> Edmund's like, dude, I'm six-five. I got this. <laughs> you know, so it, it's not going to be simple for them. Right. But, uh, man, we look good. We look good. Um, I like the practice. It was tough practice. It was very, very physical. They weren't tackling, but a lot of bodies were flying. It's like I heard they were. I heard they were hitting hitting fields a little bit. They hit. Fields, they knocked fields down a few times. There was a. That's not okay. That was. That's not okay. My red jersey is there for a reason, man. He actually wear orange. <laughs> oh, orange, orange jersey. Cool. Yeah. Uh man. That's yeah. That's not cool, man. Yeah, on the yeah, team no. too, especially. That's really not cool. No, no, yeah, no. It was, but it was physical. One of their guys ended up injured, and maybe it was the guy that hit fields. No way. Hey, we did. That's karma for you. I hope. Yeah. I hope nobody got injured and nobody take no serious. Injury. No one. One guy did get carted off. A Colt got carted off uh, the day I was out there, and. Yeah, well, you know, if you if you hurt Fields when you're not supposed to touch him and Jenkins happens to come through, yeah, stuff yeah. happens. That's you know, I'm not saying Jenkins did it. I'm just saying, you know. Right. What? Uh, right. Jenkins, Jenkins that dog. Are you going to go hold him accountable for it? <laughs> nah, I'm not walking over there. Jenkins do something, I'm going to be like, good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, no matter what he do, man. whether I'm agreeing with it or not, I'm telling you. So that's beautiful. It was just uh, it was great practice, beautiful practice. Hey, and everybody know that we have something special at the end of the broadcast uh, from one of our bears. So watch to the end, and one of our bears is going to give you something special. Um, damn, we're just super excited for this new season, super excited for the preseason even, this game that we played, um, man, against the Titans. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're just getting started. Man. Honestly, man, like let's 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 just hit that real quick because that's kind of old news at this point. We're almost like tomorrow's the Colts game. So man, like everybody's been talking about oh Justin Fields, 
you know, didn't throw the pass downfield. And da-da-da. the whole problem that Justin Fields has had his whole career is he has not had the help on the offensive line. He has not had the help in a wide receiver room that he deserves. Even like if y'all remember back to his rookie year when he first came in for that Bengals game, he threw that perfect bomb pass to Allen Robinson, dropped it right in his belly, and he dropped it. Allen Robinson dropped the pass that fell in his gut in the end zone. So like that's been what he's dealing with. And he get he finally gets DJ Moore, a receiver who could take it to the house from 62 yards out. Offensive linemen that sprint out three offensive linemen on that screen to DJ Moore were like 10 plus yards downfield or 10 plus yards out of their set and blocking people cleanly, except for Braxton Jones. It was it was actually four guys that left. So you think about it, four offensive linemen leave on a screen. Linemen that can get across the field on a screen to block for a wide receiver to get him but, sprung all the way. Like Fields finally has help. Stop complaining. Like what but, is but, 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 but there's one more that, that you gotta that realize on that screen to DJ Moore, four offensive linemen leave, which means the entire defensive line is running straight at fields. And the whole game plan is you're not gonna catch him. You're not going to get it. He's going to he's going to be able to get to the side and release this ball. He doesn't roll and run away from the screen. He rolls toward the screen. Mm-hmm. It's all these things. It's like this isn't what you normally do with a screen. And then they did it again to Khalil Herbert, where he rolled out oh. towards the screen, and then the lineman had so long to run out into coverage that like the defense is in scramble drill, and yeah. then the linemen are just sprinting at their face. So and and, like, and and they were you know everybody was like oh oh did they go too far they were just at the edge of where they could be when the ball was released yeah, it was, so it was, was actually perfect timing yeah it could yeah, it could yeah. you could, if they were one step more the you know flags go up and yep. yeah I mean it's a preseason they'll probably be a little sticklers about that in a regular season so tighten it up a little bit but man like when was the last time a Bears quarterback had forty three yards per attempt and man. Hundred fifty eight point three passer rating. Like when, when think about this. I, I'm I'm buying into season. I'm buying into what Getsy's doing because if you look at the progression of the team, last year we're number one run team in the NFL because our linemen got out, got in space, and took on the and made their initial block and then got to the second level and made the next block. Now we're using that for screen pass. We're finally back to the screen. Matt Forte with the longest screen in Bears history. I mean, we finally come back to the screen. And we've got linemen that are used to sprinting out. And we've got linemen running 20, 30 yards downfield and making open field blocks on guys that weigh 100 pounds less. That is really, really hard. Yeah. Because yeah. because that guy just he – sh- he should be able to juke past you, but he can't. Because our boys – they're, they're, they may be big, but they're moving fast, mm-hmm. and they're agile, and they're squaring up, and they're hitting you 20, 30 yards downfield even on the Khalil Herbert and, you know, on the on the D.J. Moore play. Uh, it, all, all D.J. Moore needed was a window, and he outran. He looked like Justin. He outran yeah. the whole team. And let me yeah, – let, let me – let me – like, like, as a DB, the last the thing last you want – is some 400-pound some dude sprinting at you at 20 miles an hour. Like, you don't want that. That's not a problem you want. I would rather just lay down than take that hit to the face, honestly. I'm not, nobody's paying me a million dollars to eat that. So, whew, that's man, that's not fun for DBs. 
No. And, and the fact that Justin's so agile and so hard to bring down, that part of the game plan can be, hey, take three offensive linemen, send them downfield. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> it's going to be a touchdown. I mean, how can you, like you said, you know, you this, there's a wall coming. This is almost like, you know, back when Erlacher or somebody used to pick the ball, when uh, a Vash, Nathan Vasher would pick the wall, ball. And as soon as that ball hit his hands, Erlacher and Briggs are calling for the, you know, to, to escort him into the end zone. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got Briggs, Erlacher, and, you know, Alex Brown or somebody escorting you, you're going to make it all the way. They're going to clear. And I, I, we're going to do this a lot this year, and there's not much you can do to stop it, you know, because if you really try hard to stop it, I'm sure fields can throw across the entire field. I'm sure there's a receiver waiting in the wing on the other side for you to send everybody to that side. Here's the craziest part is if y'all remember the Vikings game last year, right? When Fields ran off for that touchdown and the sports books hadn't accounted for all of Fields' rushing yards, so they called it back. Do you remember that? Yes. That's yeah, right. they, they threw a flag. <laughs> and uh, on that play, I'm pretty sure that was a screenplay. Mm-hmm. So imagine imagine y'all rush to that side of the field and you see Khalil Herbert leaking out and everybody in the defense reacts. And you all rushing down on the screen and the Fields just goes the other way. And runs off for itself. Like, what do you do? What do you do? You can't. You can't. This is. I am so excited for this season with the weapons we have. It's gonna be. This is gonna be phenomenal. Um, we're we're competitive, and once we picked up Ngakwe, think about this. We got eight sacks in in the uh, Titans game, and Ngakwe didn't play. Right. Uh, we get the kid from Kennesaw State, the first NFLer from Kennesaw State, got yeah, the first yeah. sack from Kennesaw State. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the preseason, in the preseason, we want to see. It's the preseason, but it got, hey, I want to see him get one in, in, in against the Packers. Take right. Jordan Love down. All right. <laughs> get it in the record books. I want to see everybody get one against the Packers, man. Their fans are talking so much smack about week one, man. I'm so tired of it. I can't imagine. Like, man, man, they just really had their heads blown up from lucking into two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in two in the past two decades or whatever the heck it's been. And it's embarrassing, really, because they only got two friggin' Super Bowls out of that, out of 40 years of good QB play or whatever it was, 30 years. So, I mean, that you should be embarrassed about that personally. But, I mean, never mind. I yeah, just, yeah. I can't wait until we're stomping them weekly in and out again, like we were in the mid 2000s. So, hey, we are physical on both the offensive line and defensive line. We have one of the best linebacker cores in the NFL. Don't tell me linebackers don't count because people are about to find out. Of course they do. They about to. First of all, do you really want to get hit by a bunch of 240, 250 pound guys running at full speed? Is that is that part of your game plan? Like I'm gonna have my guys get annihilated. Mm. And Brisker, Brisker's Brisker's a hitter. Brisker's definitely. Man, did you see how Kyle, Kyle Gordon uh opened the season? Gordon's a hitter. Oh my god. <laughs> Gordon is Gordon. a hitter. Swinging for the fences. Love it. Gordon, Gordon's a hitter. Um 
Tyreek, Tyreek, especially even at Colts practice, Tyreek is taking on their number one. Like, come on, give him to me because, you know, he's practicing against DJ Moore. Like, I practice against DJ Moore. You ain't got nothing. Right. And you know what's crazy, man? I don't – the people talking about Justin throwing the ball down the field, I'm not really worried because last season – the complaint was that he's holding the ball too long or he's missing the check downs and he's doing it. It's like, man, I lo- that's what I want to see. Get rid of the ball, take the yards. If your guys are going to make plays like that, give them the ball and let them make plays. That's what they're here for. That's what they're here for. When it's time to throw the ball downfield, we'll see it. But other than that, let's, oh. let, these, let's let these guys work. Let's let them work. I don't understand how last year you complained that he's missing passes, he's missing the check downs and you know, holding the ball too long. Now he's getting rid of it. And the first three passes, the screen plays, short plays that go for touchdowns. I feel like that's what we want to – that's what I want to see. That's you know what? The points on the board. I'm not into the, the, the flashy, uh, oh, we only want to see long passes. Then you complain, you're like, oh, we don't run enough. It's always a complaint from 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 the fans, from from the peanut gallery, as they say. But I'm excited he, about what we're doing. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, if Justin is healthy all season, which you know I think that that, that we all hope he is, um, 3,400 yards in the air, uh, 900 to a thousand yards on the ground, and uh, you know uh, if he does that, he'll be only the second player in NFL history to throw for 3,000 and rush for 1,000. And that was Lamar's MVP season. Yeah, yeah. And and I think if he does that, he's uh, north of 30 touchdowns. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, north of 30 touchdowns. Unit, I think this unit, I don't think you can keep him under 30 touchdowns, man. Like, I, I don't, I mean. But, I mean, but you hold know. on, wait, because there is a new development, right? So I heard – at the NFL owners meeting that they had this offseason, um, what they determined was there were two new rules when it concerns the Chicago Bears specifically is any touchdowns that were not thrown directly into the end zone where receivers ran after the catch don't count towards Justin Fields' official stats. They only count towards the receivers. And then whenever Chicago is kicking on a play that Justin Fields set up, they are allowed to use like a tractor to move the goalposts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't forget, don't forget. There's there's one other rule. So when when Justin Fields is actually running loose and scoring the ball, that the ref can just blow his whistle because he's running too fast That's and the true. play is dead. Yeah. So you can be running full speed downfield, run away from everywhere, and if the ref blows his whistle immediately, has to stop right there. Ball's dead. You know, because yeah, it's not fair. Good. It's not fair. It's unfair to the league to have a guy with this much talent on one team. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's That's good. I mean, they, they really got to preserve this Chiefs dynasty. Obviously, Caesar Sportsbook has had a little bit of time to try to catch up, but they're still behind. Justin Fields is still like minus 2000 on MVP voting. So they're going to lose a lot of money this season. And they're trying to just, you know, reel that back a little bit. Right. <laughs> bring it in, bring it in. Hey, I, I am super we got excited. Live information for you here on We're Talking Bears. We got the inside scoop. <laughs> you know all of what's going on. Oh yeah, hey. this is top tier reporting. Can't you y'all. see? Top tier. <laughs> this, this is in real news, though. In real news, though, or, or rather, a real topic. Um, I really am a little bit concerned about the D line. Um, I did hear some good things out of the uh out of the camp but 
watching back everybody's reps in the preseason, obviously you're not doing like you're not running a preseason game like you're running a regular season game. But I really am going to be watching them hard to kind of determine how much success this team has. Um, it's really going to come down to them, I think, because I think the the linebackers are are set up to succeed regardless if the D line is good or not because of the way that they're going to be playing. Um, but in the secondary, I think is set up to be feisty and tough and aggressive. But if the D line is still not generating enough pressure on a consistent basis, and I saw a lot of reps where everybody got stonewalled, there were, there were a few where people got through and there were sacks and there was pressure up the middle in ways that there weren't last year, but Eight. <laughs> Eight. I mean, I mean, against backups though, against backups. Yeah. So. Well, you you got to beat Titans the backups. Wasn't good. The Titans line wasn't good last year. So, I mean, I'm really, I really want to just see where we're at during real live game action because. Hey, we're gonna see some of that. Better. Indianapolis's line is better, so we're gonna see some. The other thing, remember, we we didn't, you know, you got a lot of rookies that are learning that were out there and getting stuff done. Um, you just got a lot of physical freaks that we have. And I don't think, you know, we don't, we don't have to get there Khalil Mack fast. We don't. What we can't do is have our cornerbacks covering for four to five seconds right. every play. Right. And I, I don't believe for a second we're in danger of that. We have big, strong guys that are going to push the pile some direction they may not even tally a ton of sacks. Let's say, you know, we go from 22 sacks to 44 sacks. I'm a hundred. We get 40 sacks. Uh, we get 40 sacks. I'm a hundred percent sad. Think about it. That's like barely two sacks a game. That's not that's less than three sacks a game. We get a sack a half, 30, we get, we get 34 sacks. I'm satisfied because there's going to, there's going to be a lot more hurries and pressures because a our coverage is good, really good, and then b because of that coverage, that that quarterback he may not get he may not get taken down, but he's got to get rid of the ball. Yeah, he's got to get rid of the ball, and so that means that our cornerbacks aren't covering for forever. They can't. It, last year, you could stonewall our guys and cover forever. You can't stonewall all four of our guys. I don't care who's out there, but Billings. With those guys, Dexter, those guys are coming through. They're, they're, you're, you're not stonewalling them. And Ngakwe's well, good for eight a year, for sure, every year of his career. Yeah, so, Ngakwe makes me feel a little bit better about the group, honestly, as a whole. But I, I still am, like, because, well, maybe also DeMarcus Walker hasn't been out there. He was. He hasn't been out there player. either. Um, and Travis, Travis realizes when he got dropped to the bottom of the uh, – depth chart he realizes he's playing to play because they're not gonna if if trevis is cut he's cut he's not going to the um uh, uh what do you call it i'm drawing a loss practice practice squad. squad he's not going to practice squad he's been around too long why would you if if, if you say Travis off of waivers if, if yeah they might they will but i'm waivers. saying he's playing right now to prove that he should be in that group Mm-hmm. And he's going to play this year for a contract because they brought in two guys above him. He was the starter last year. You brought it. He's trying to and he was playing like it, you know, and, you know, honestly, you got to be the guy in front of you. You know, the, the other thing about the other thing about what happened 
is there's in preseason, there's a lot of man to man. Beat the guy in front of you. Beat the guy in front of you. If they, you know, yeah. Ngakwe is the guy to get loose if they double team him or come after him, right? You only got five offensive linemen. You got to block four guys. And if you get guys strong as Billings and Dexter, um, have fun. Have fun trying to block them one-on-one. I'll take that bet. I think physically we're strong enough to push the pocket. Yeah, I, I think I think part of the issue last year was we couldn't collapse the center of the pocket. And with Dexter and Billings now, I think that's less of an issue. Like Armand Watts last year was not it. Um, Justin Jones really had nobody next to him, so they double-teamed him, and he was playing the nose like every play. So, I mean, I really – uh, I'm hopeful that the rookies will show up, you know what I mean? But, like, what does a good rookie season look like for a defensive tackle? You know, like three sacks, four. Um, hey, that, that if he gets four, he was more than anybody on the team last year. Line, yes, agreed. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. like, that would, be, that would be a great season for a second-round pick who didn't play, like, a single gap scheme in college. Yeah. So, that would so be, give me four. Pickens. Pickens has that rush, but his scouting report looks very accurate where, like, if you run at him, he's just washed out of the game. He's just not there anymore. Like, he will be eight yards downfield. Um, so if you if you double-team Pickens and push him out the way, he, there's nothing he could do. Um, the, the issue with Justin Jones is we haven't really seen him play at an elite level. I think three sacks is still his career high, even though he had a good number of pressures last year. That's, I mean, from a three technique, we, we really don't have anybody that's going to sit there and get seven, eight, nine sacks. And, like, that's going to be the guy who's really running this defense and making this tick. Because if you don't have that interior pressure, if you don't have that in a, in a cover two, you know, like, you can just send the ends around the edge. They're generally lighter and speedy, so they'll, they'll rush the edge, and then you just step up in the pocket. Um, yep. And if you can do that, then you, can, you know where the holes in cover two are. The issue yep. is having guys that can make up for it, right? So, the, really, the, what concerns me is that is that D line and, and making sure we got that push up the middle when the regular season rolls around. I'm with you. All right, guys. Well, I got a hard stop. I got to get out of here. You guys going to keep talking? Or you going to you're going to roll? Um, I mean, so's what you got. I mean, don't matter. We can keep going. Yeah. I mean, All right. I'm out. We're talking bears. I'm excited, man. I'm uh I want to see a lot of the guys that we didn't get that we haven't gotten to see. I'm, I know we didn't see Brisker. I feel like man, we'll just look a little bit better. I'm with you on the D-line cuz that's going to still be um I mean, critical, you know, getting getting that pressure on the quarterback. But I I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. As bad as we were last year, I only see us go I don't I don't believe we can be much worse. You get what I'm saying? So I think we'll be trending yeah, yeah. in the right direction. Um, if we still need to make uh, more adjustments or get, you know, get a little tighter in some of those spots, then that's just what we have to do. But I think we're already trending in the right direction and moving in the right direction. So I'm optimistic about it regardless because I already seen that we've made upgrades, um, you know, so from where we were. So. so where do you see, like, our ceiling as a defense? And where do you see the floor? Like, you know, like rank, like 1 to yeah. 32. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I think uh, like like we were saying, I think our secondary is solid. I think they're ready to go. Our, our linebacker core has been has been increased. Um, so I don't know. I think I think we're better than average. Um, for me, 
I think we're or yeah, I think we're better than I think it's all gonna come down to what you said. I think I think um, but looking at us on paper, I think we're better than average. I think our secondary is for sure, our linebackers are for sure. Um, if the D line is able to get some real pressure in there, like what you were talking about, and we're able to be consistent um with getting pressure on the quarterback, um, then I think that just makes our, our secondary more more dangerous. Um, I think we at that point can start to get turnovers, and then I think we're really solidly in the top one third, you know. Um, as far okay. as that defense would be. So you're saying ceiling is like, what, 12, 14? In that range. In that range, I'd probably say, for sure. All right. And then now here's the scary question is, what's the floor? Like, say you get a, a key injury in the secondary and, you know, something doesn't something doesn't pan out at the, you know, on the defensive line. Like, then what do we look like, you know? Well, when you talk about injuries, that yeah, that changes everything. Um, of it's course, scary. The scary yeah. thing about that, I know. it is. It is. Um, but, but I don't know. That's why I do like that. I do like that we've we've uh, made ourselves a little more deeper as well. Um, in some spots, um, yeah, it's it's hard to say what a floor can be when you talk about guys not being there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of you know that's tough because I mean of the floor is the bottom so <laughs> right right like, 30 I mean, seconds technically, <laughs> yeah, technically i mean we can depending on who gets hurt we can you know keep plummeting until we we fall on our face um but for me personally i'll see somewhere between 10 and 20 regardless ceiling and floor i don't see us really much falling below that i think we'll be i think we'll be competitive this year regardless i think we have the right guys in there um of course not every the next man up's not always going to be as competitive or as good as the first guy. But I feel like for the most part, I feel like we're moving to that type of a culture where the next guy should be able to do his job. You may be missing out on the the, the bigger name, the better player, but um, I don't think we should we should fall off that much. But like I said, injuries is one of them things where it's like, man, depending on who gets injured and how many injuries you have, you you could just fall to dead last because. Yeah, and, and, and like, play. obviously, we're talking just about defense here, but like Pose has done a good job, I would say, of bringing in guys to be um, that backup that can that can step in and, like you said, execute and do his job, regardless of you know not having the the raw ability of the guy in front of him necessarily. Because like right. in the secondary at safety, really, we're safety were pretty thin uh, because right. we let go of DeAndre Houston, Houston Carson, which uh, everybody loves him. He's been a great culture guy for the Bears for a long time, um, but. Uh, we got Elijah Hicks, who subbed in pretty well for Eddie Jackson last year, did a tough job playing behind that terrible defensive line and did, did it pretty well. Um, and then this offseason, he's looked like he's taken a step forward. I liked him at Cal. He was yeah. a ball hawk at Cal, fell on a lot of fumbles, had like five picks, I want to say, in, in a single year at one point. And uh, so, so I think Elijah Hicks has got some potential as a backup safety, but he's really kind of backing up both safety spots as the top back up there and then um really after that it kind of falls off uh aj thomas i think is probably going to be the strong safety backup uh yeah. backing up brisker and he had that pick in the preseason so hopefully he can do a good job there too but um in that corner man jj goes out which he's been known to do for a game or two um at a time uh kyler gordon i think is probably nickel is probably our weakest spot in the secondary because like Jalen Johnson goes out. We could put Tyreek Stevenson in. We could put Terrell Smith on the other side, who's they've been competing for the job. And at least we got some serviceable depth. Obviously, uh, Josh Blackwell, 
um, from last year. He was he's more of a special teams guy, but he he has some good snaps on defense. Uh, but if Kyler Gordon goes out, like who's subbing in a nickel? You know what I mean? Um, that's that's really where I'm concerned in the secondary. Uh, as for as for D line, obviously if Ngakwe can't finish the season for some reason, that's going to be a real big blow because he's probably our best pass rusher. Um, but you know, other guys are are really important too. Billings really important. Um, right. And then Demarcus Walker, who's been out all camp. So, uh, and then obviously, I mean, linebackers Edwards and Edmonds are like that's indispensable to this defense at this point. So, right. Um, there's some spots where there's real real concern. You know that they were not deep enough yet, but Poles has been adding guys, has been putting talented guys behind him. Noah Sewell. You know, if if one of the big linebackers gets hurt, then you know uh, we'll get to see him and Sanborn competing, and, and see what either of them can do. And uh, you know, it's you know Dexter and Pickens on the D line to to kind of tighten that up. Right. Um, so we got we got some backups that can you know that have some talent, and you know this is the benefit of polls is kind of shotgun approach on the draft, you know, right. to just get a crap ton of picks and and put guys in and see what they can do. I lo- I love that, you know, because uh, I think Ryan Ryan Pace was was out here, you know, sniping with a Derringer trying to trying to find some talent. So right is right. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Where where do you outside of our rank? Last year, of course, we didn't have a good O line. We were competitive though in a lot of games, even though we were losing most of those games. Um, what do you at, on I want to know on the offensive end, what 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 do you think? A same question for you, Florence Sealing, offensive end. What do you what do you think about us this year? I mean, this is this is gonna like sound crazy when I say it, but I'll I'll back it up with facts. Offense, I think we could be the best offense in the NFL, um, and I, and it's and it's partly because so ceiling wise, right? Right. First of all, we know that Fields can push it downfield with the best of them, right? There's there's really not a lot of quarterbacks who have more control over the ball placement of a deep ball than Justin Fields does. There's there's like maybe two or three guys that I would say are better. At, at that specific Josh Allen can throw it further, right? right? But when he throws it, he's like, I'm putting this in the general vicinity of a guy who I expect <laughs> to go get it. Right. And it's just so far past the defense that I expect only they can go get it, right? right. Mahomes is like kind of similar, but he has he has way more like improvisation to his game. Than Fields does, right? Fields' improvisation is mostly with his legs at this point. I'm not saying he can't do that, but right now that's Mahomes is kind of one of one when it comes to that. And his deep balls come because, you know, teams try to stop him, break down, you know, with Tyreek Hill not there anymore. They don't have that, just take the top off. Right. Um, Fields' deep ball is is devastatingly accurate when he when he gets time in the pocket and he can set his feet and throw and i think he finally will have that time in the pocket for the first time in his nfl career consistently right so the deep game is going to be disgusting this year plus we've got mooney we've got claypool we got tyler scott we got velas jones like we've got deep targets deep deep guys that will shake anybody one-on-one right so um 
Then now, though, as we saw with the screen game and just this preseason game, that short game is suddenly wide open. Yep. Right. And when you have the deep ball where they cannot play your guys up close because Mooney or, or DJ Moore will be gone for six. And when you have that short game that you have to respect, and then when you have to keep a seventh person in the box at all times because Justin Fields is that dynamic of a threat, and you have a three-headed monster at your running back, and you were already the number one rushing team in the league last year with the best running quarterback in the league with like serviceable, if not great, running backs that have just yet unproven as top guys. Like, where is the, where is, what is the area of the field that we can't dominate as an offense? There is no situation that we can't scheme for. And I think Gessie's got the mind to scheme all these guys open and give them their looks. So I, I think in terms of scoring, it's just, it's just so hard to stop Justin Fields on third down. It's I just, agree. you just can't get them off the field. And, and if that's the issue that teams have, we're going to score a lot of points. If we can keep Justin Fields upright and he's stepping out of bounds and, and throwing the ball away when there's nothing there, run or pass, which will be rare for him because he has so many options. I mean, it's, it's going to be gross. Now, floor, the floor is tough because if we see growing pains from Fields, uh, if we see injuries along the O-line, right tackle scares me. Uh, Darnell Wright has to stay healthy. Uh, Braxton Jones, we need, we would very much like him to stay healthy. Um, but really, we've got one swing tackle, and that's Larry Borum. Um, interior line, Jatir Carter. Uh, I think I think actually I heard polls say his name is Jatiri. Um, so if I've been mispronouncing that, my bad. But uh, so so Carter. Uh, really acquitted himself well uh, against the Titans, had, I think, like the highest PFF grade of our linemen, whatever. Basically, he did his job really well. I saw him laying blocks, not letting up, nobody through. Great job. So he gives me a little confidence at, at you know, having some O-line depth. Doug Kramer um, playing center. He's a little undersized, which gives me a little muster for vibes, but he is way, way smart and much a much better mover than Mustafer has ever been. So uh, hopefully he gives us some center depth. And then obviously Lucas Patrick. And then Tev uh, on the other side. So so really Carter is probably going to end up backing up both guard spots, if not uh, Alex Leatherwood backing up Tev, um, which that's concerning. Um, I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> Leatherwood hasn't been consistent. Um, so so offensive line could be could be really thin. Uh, that could really, really hurt us if we lose some some key linemen. Um, and then, but I think receiver we're deep enough where an injury isn't going to kill us. Uh, Fields I think is mature and comfortable in this offense enough where an injury at receiver or tight end isn't going to isn't going to sink our season kind of like it did last year with Mooney. Um, I mean, floor. I think our floor as an offense is is still pretty high. Like obviously excluding Justin Fields being hurt, I don't think we finish outside of the top twelve or thirteen teams in points scored. I don't, I don't think we do. No matter who else gets hurt. Right. But I mean, in terms of like actual effectiveness, like winning games, your offense just carrying you to dubs, which we're gonna probably need. 
I think we can really be at the top of the league in that. I think we can be one of the one of the offensive juggernauts in the NFL. And you know what? I, I agree. I like how you broke that down because that's that's kind of my mentality. Last year, we were able to um, do a lot of great things on the offensive side and, and remain competitive in games. And this is with a terrible offensive line. And and while it's not, you know, we're we're, we're building, getting, we've made some great moves um, in the off season to definitely enhance it a lot from where it was. Um, I just don't see like I'm, I agree with you. I don't see us taking a step back, and we were already. We were already competitive. We didn't have the receiver room. We didn't. We were running the ball. We were the number one running team. Now we've opened up areas to exploit some other other parts of the game on offense and some other areas of the field. And I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be hard for teams to stop us. Um, barring the injuries to Fields and, like you said, um, keeping him safe. And as long as man, if, if he has time and protection, it's going to get ugly this season for teams. Man, it's going to get real ugly for teams. And I completely agree with you that with, with this team that we have now, with the protect, with being able to protect Fields, we could potentially be the number one offense in the league. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. The floor and, thing and, is kind of hard, man. I always look at the floor as like if you drop something, what is it? It goes to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we got to see extended reps from P.J. Walker, we could very well be at the bottom. But I think even he would be able to, like, work this offense given, like, the similarity of his skill set to, to Fields, his comfortability with D.J. Moore already, and just the talent around him. Like, our running back, we were the number one offense in the league, and our running back room is better this year than it was last year. Right. Our Absolutely. offensive line is better this year than it was last year. So what, are we going to be the number one rushing offense again? I would say probably we'll end up top seven to ten rushing yep, I think just so. because I think we'll be throwing more. But with Fields on the field, with P.J. Walker as his backup, with Roshan running like he was in the preseason, like a man possessed, with Khalil Herbert with – five, six yards a carry or whatever the heck he was averaging. I mean, it's going to be hard to keep us out the top 10 rushing. Plus, Getsy as a coordinator, has never finished outside of the top 10 rushing, whether college or the NFL. So mm. um, I, I don't think we're just abandoning the run game. I think he is committed to that, and I love that about Getsy, um, that he is willing to just pound the rock at all times of the game. Um I think that's going to be great for us. I think Roshan and, and Deontay Foreman are going to uh, they're going to finish a lot of games for us. I think, you know, it's going to be 31 to 14 a lot, 31 to 21, and they're going to see a whole lot of runs. Um, so I think we're going to be up there with that, too. So in terms yeah, of I score, agree. I don't think we can go that far down. I, yeah. I don't think there is that that far to drop. Yeah. But here's but here's the crazy thing is that like when you have a guy like fields on the field when he's out there he makes you defend every last blade of grass and when you have and and then the other part is he makes you play a lot of zone because if you're not looking at him if your if your defender's eyes are in the you know looking downfield at the receivers that's 17 yards you know what i mean just because right. you turned your head the other way for a couple right. seconds then he's gone you know it might be a touchdown it might not be 17 yards it might be 72. so right. Because you have to both defend all of the grass on the field and play big wide zones that cover everything deep and short, like that just all the lanes, all the rushing lanes are big and wide. All the zones for the receivers to sit in are giant like that just that just makes the game easier for everybody else on the offense. And 
that's a that's an effect that we've seen other quarterbacks like have that effect, but we haven't seen it to the level that Justin Fields can deliver it. Yeah. Like I think the closest to that is Lamar, right? Whereas he's got the speed to house call it, he's got the arm to to send it. He doesn't necessarily have, I, I think, as big of an arm as Fields does in terms of pushing it downfield into the wind, like that 40-something yard uh, throw into the 30-mile-an-hour wind against the Bills that just dropped right into Vilas Jones's bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think Lamar has that kind of arm. But uh, he also doesn't have that kind of touch, you know, putting putting corner fades onto, you know, into the bread basket on guys. Uh, right. So, so Fields has another, like – if, if Lamar's arm is like a B, B-plus arm, Fields' arm is like A minus A, right? And there's never been a quarterback with A-plus-plus athleticism with an A-anything arm. I don't think right. there, I don't think it's just ever happened before. Right. So, I mean, I think I think the, the sky, the ceiling is just stratospheric, dude. It's like nuts, yeah. nuts what's possible with this kid. I agree. And I'm ready for it. I'm here for it, man. I want to see us whoop on the Colts. I'm yeah, we're gonna we're gonna beat up the Colts, man. That's that's tomorrow. Uh, it's yeah. all backups. Fields not playing. Flus Flus confirmed that I think today or yesterday or something like that. No 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 Fields. No like certain starters aren't gonna be out there. That okay. means no DJ Moore. Probably no Tev. Um, but I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what else these backups are gonna do. Um, Who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite backup that got a lot of action last week? Um, shoot, man, I don't know. I like what the guys were doing. I can't even. I don't know, man. I like the um. What was my boy with the picks? The uh, what you say playing in place of uh Brisker? Brisker, AJ Thomas. Yeah, yeah, like AJ that. Thomas. He had a good game. Um, it was a few guys out there, man. I'd honestly have to go back and look at it again and see who exactly. But a lot of the guys, I, I like what I'm seeing, man. I like I like what what they're showing us. Um, I just want to see more and see more yeah. and see who are going to be those guys we can rely on, guys that are going to be there to make big plays for us. Uh, when, you know when they get called. So yeah, just the time for them, man. I'm not I'm not upset about Fields not playing this week. I'm not upset about the starters not being there because for the most part, you know what you what you got and your and your starting guys, the guys that we know, regardless of what happens and what anybody else shows, these are guys. So you get what I'm saying. Right. We don't really need to see them all the time, but to be able to see what our backups will look like and uh who else is gonna be able to impact the games for us, but outside of the, the ones that we know, you know, our go-to guys. So yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really interested to see how that plays out because that depth is gonna be important, like we just talked about, you know, making right. sure that we can we can really push this. And and I heard, I want to say I heard somebody said Ryan Poles was um he was on the fence about whether he was signing like you know, a DN, the extra tight end, and he was like, I'm only doing that if we're like ready to compete right now right and the fact that we now have Ngakwe and Mercedes Lewis I think is just like another sign like he brought in capable proof 